Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode her heart she's not doing that well it looks like but she's she was there she made it people giving her thanks showing her love dolly parton still amazing still she sounds just like she did that's how she's always sounded and pretty much how she's always looked thanks to the wonders of plastic surgery and she'll be the first to admit it she goes it costs a lot of money to look this trashy Good for her. So, yes, it was a whole group of people. Where was Faith Hill, though? Where was Shania Twain? Where were the Dixie Chicks? What, Basil? Yes, I know you're upset the Dixie Chicks weren't being represented up there on stage. After all they've given to country music. Oh, but people hate them so much because of what they said on foreign soil about a president. When, well... Just look at what people said about the president that came after that president. And you get the idea. But I'm not going to go into all of that right now. And it's either here nor there, up there, anywhere. Basil and I had a nice little walk around the neighborhood, sort of. We went up the neighborhood as far as we could go. Hey, I have a couple stories. And it looks like I've been handed a newspaper as well. People just handing me things. And that's what makes this podcast special Is being handed stuff And having your headphones 
tangled around the How did this happen? And See, why do I go into this stuff? This isn't important You don't care about this stuff, do you? That my headphones are wrapped around the mic stand And I'm about to electrocute myself Does that matter? Heck no, it does not So recently I pulled a paper This is the Pioneer I believe this is the paper that comes from the East Cal State East Bay And I think Was this the thing? Uh, about Halloween candy? I guess Wow Alright well it says uh, Halloween is a time for people of all ages so, Yeah okay blah 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 um, I plan on sifting through the candy blah, blah blah Every year there are stories of people Finding nails, drugs, razor blades And pins in their children's Halloween candy In 2014 a baggie of methamphetamine was found in an eight-year-old girl's candy stash in Hercules North of here about, oh, 45 minutes Parents should continue to be cautious of what their children are uh, consuming Tampering with candy has a long history There was a guy named Ronald Clark O'Brien And yes, I know Halloween was like almost a month ago But this is fascinating Ryan Clark O'Brien, nicknamed the Candyman Of Houston, Texas Laced his son's pixie sticks with cyanide Wow, his son, Timothy, died at 10pm on Halloween In 1974, that's how far back this goes As a result of eating cyanide-laced pixie sticks Acquired while trick or treating O'Brien was eventually convicted and executed For murdering his own son And that is the end of the murder podcast But uh, candy wrappers can also contain less harmful substances Such as laxatives Yes, laxatives In candy wrappers Or sleeping pills But parents should also consider these as hazards Unusual appearances uh, Discoloration Small pinholes Or tears in wrappers Spoiled or unwrapped items Are signs to pay attention to And of course You should also worry about Allergies If your kids have them Benadryl is good to have on hand For allergic reactions Says a doctor from Kaiser More severe cases that need EpiPens May require prescriptions Try to stay away from homemade Halloween candy And I was gonna make some homemade Halloween candy But I'm not supposed to make homemade Halloween candy Why am I not supposed to make Halloween Halloween candy? As we go outside cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley Okay, well Here was the big story I wanted to get to about Halloween That I did not get to in days post-Halloween And that is A change.org petition Created by the Halloween and Costume Association Back in 2018 Has been gaining popularity again In hopes to change Halloween celebration date Across the US 
what what are we gonna change it to? We're gonna change it sometime in summer. What's where are we gonna? Well, instead of October thirty first, what it's been forever. They want to move it to the last Saturday of the month. To which my lovely lady friend says, "Why do kids gotta ruin everything?" This is all, and this this podcast is for kids, and we love you, children. And children, because YouTube says I have to make this podcast for children now. Children, you've ruined everything. And thank you for ruining everything, children. Because this world is yours to ruin. This is all in an effort to make Halloween easier and safer on kids to celebrate Halloween. In their change.org petition, the Halloween and Costume Association... Is a little under 1,000 signatures away from reaching their 150,000 signatures goal. The petition goes into detail about why the date change is needed. With some of the reasons being that having it always land on a Saturday will make it celebrating Halloween last longer. It will also... That's what we need. (laughs) So I already have to act like... um, No, I can't say that. That's inappropriate. I have to act like a mole underground there. That's pretty much... Moles are beautiful animals. I have to act like Puxacani Bill. That was a groundhog. Underground. I have to be underground whilst all the kids are trick-or-treating because I forgot to buy candy. And now I have to wait even longer. Uh, It will also be safer for children since they can celebrate during the daytime hours too. The current Halloween date... Has common dangers associated with it And the petition provides Statistics And and easier words to say Of those dangers Most of the support comes from parents Who feel that if Halloween Lands on a weekday It's unfair for their children Who only get to spend a few hours trick or treating Because then they gotta go to bed They gotta go to bed And you got all the people Driving home from work That's dangerous The petition itself is directed towards President Donald Trump in hopes that he could provide the necessary authority in making this request into a reality. However, having this petition specifically aimed towards President Trump essentially uh, is pointless considering Halloween isn't a federally recognized holiday. Did you know that? As Bison Bentley would ask. Congress has statutorily established 11 permanent federal holidays, which are legally applicable only to federal employees and the District of Columbia, states a Senate.gov report on federal holidays. Additionally, each state in the U.S. has its own independent power of deciding what is considered a legal holiday. Unless there's enough support from a particular state, or even all 50 states to make Halloween into a legal holiday, only then could it be considered to have the date changed. Okay, there you go. Um, I just wanted to tell you that story, and now I want to throw this away. Oh, by the way, the Half Moon Bay Art and Pumpkin Festival, now that was a hoot. Once a year, that goes on, and I missed it! I wanted to talk to you today About Oh Here Here's some other notes That I wrote to myself Walking against traffic In Castro Valley Where I'm Bringing you this podcast from 
Because I walk home from BART sometimes. And it is so fun to walk against traffic because, use or as some people say, because some people say that that way. Is when you're walking against traffic, I mean on the sidewalk, idiot. I'm sorry, children. I didn't mean to call you an idiot. I meant to call you the greatest, most potentially fantastic foundation of our country that has ever lived. Thank you. Halloween should be on a weekend in order to make your life easier. And some people say easier. So what I'm saying is, is that as you're walking on the sidewalk home or wherever you are in your town, walk on the going opposite side of traffic on the sidewalk. You can do that, of course. As long as you're not in the road And you're seeing the cars driving past you, right? On your right-hand side And you can totally see the faces of the people in your town And I think that's so important You have to know where you live And you have to understand The primordial soup of which you are oozing out of The soup, the stew in which you are sitting in And basting The oven in which you are basting I cannot get an an analogy out of this To save my life A metaphor The hot tub Which you are enjoying As you are traveling forth And back in time That You have to see who is in that hot tub with you Is it the Zuby Zuby Zoo girl From Mad Men Is it uh, Chris Robinson Is it Chris Robinson? Christopher Robinson? I forget his name Is it uh, Ray Ro- Cordry? Who the hell else was in that? I mean who the heck else was in that movie? Kids don't ever say the word hell Say H-E double hockey sticks And you'll get your point across At any rate That's my little suggestion to you Also Nightmare Before Christmas I mentioned this on the last show Was way ahead of its time Just fantastic And so much work Um, It's Somebody said this to me recently Someone named Lana Said this to me It's hard to be down When you're always looking up That is to say As you are walking Let's say In your hometown Walking home from BART Or whatever Public transit you take Or wherever you're walking don't look down at the sidewalk Look up Look up at the sky you, You're so much you're, It changes your whole demeanor Of course you trip and fall down and break your jaw But still It is a wonderful thing To keep in mind It is a psychological it's, it, it, it does have a psychological effect When you're always looking up Physically looking up It helps you It helps with your posture too I want to get all that out of my Note hole And I did and I'm ripping it all up Because it's not needed anymore Thank you for listening to quotes from my note hole My cubby hole Whatever we call it Note to self Whatever What is this segment called? It's not a segment Now that's legit This this fell flat Did you notice how what I was just doing just now fell flat? It did Because I got this piece of paper And this person I thought Oh He's talking about trauma Alright, so trauma And drama And leave your drama for your llama As someone who I work with Rob Black likes to say And Rob was Oh, he was throwing a tizzy fit on the air Because he's having some technological problems 
and he's mad. And when he gets mad, he he doesn't like it. He usually likes sound effects like this. And when he's mad, the sound effects distract him, and he's like, "No sound effects." Okay, so back to this. That this is this is what life is, folks. In the recording world, in the audio world, in the radio world, in the podcast world. Okay, so this guy has got a two-day trauma conference called The Body Keeps the Score. Trauma healing. And I think it's fascinating. And I don't know, maybe you should go see a therapist if you are suffering from trauma. I don't know that much about it. I've had some traumatic things happen, but there is ways to combat it. Uh, there's also ways to that now, like this guy who he was giving a webcast. He was talking about differentiating between disruptive attachment and traumatic stress. See, that sounds good. Disrupted attachment. I don't know what that's about, but see, if this was something affecting me, I would go to go to somewhere and listen to somebody talk about this. Maybe my lovely lady friend would pop on the show and discuss this with me. Articulate the range of adaptations to trauma early in the life cycle. And this is why this is falling flat, is I have no idea what this is about. But you should also break down how adverse childhood experiences affect brain development, emotion regulation, and cognition. Uh Uh-huh. All right, well, this is something... I was going to talk about and now I, now I have and now I'm talking to people outside a cafe anyway because we don't want this podcast to fall flat. We want it to fall round. I don't know whatever the opposite is of that. Look who's out here. Hello, Michael Messer. It's Madame Rutabaga. I don't know what you are just talking about. Oh. Trauma. Yeah, that's really bad. It is. Have you ever had, you know, anything bad happen to you? Yes. Did you uh, find a way to get through the bad times? Yes. Okay. What, was it through listening to this podcast? No. Oh, you cut me to the quick. Look who else is here. Also. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, you have not given us the podcast picture today. Day. Yeah, the podcast picture. Do you know that? I have not, even though Ariel announced it a little while ago. Oh, I am so behind. The podcast picture today would be a nice picture as we will have of uh, a place in the lovely town of Pleasanton. Yes, Pleasanton. It's not too far from where I am in Podcaster Valley. Sometimes I'm kind of broadcasting from Podcastro Valley Ten in Pleasanton, but this is a picture of a cool little coffee place that I want to visit. My lovely lady friend was there, and well, I'll just post a picture of it. Why not? I guess it's called. Eh, you can try and guess what the what it's called, and let me know what you think it is. You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews Daily as in what this podcast has been now for three days. Look at that. Awesome. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Tell all your friends about this podcast and make it spread it around the world like butter. 
Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.